I spent the last five years learning about copywriting, sales funnels, and lead generation. And I've used that knowledge to set up automated funnels that generate new leads for my business every single day. And now I'm going to use that experience to create a million dollar business helping other business owners and entrepreneurs generate leads using sales funnels. How will I do it from the ground up without any kind of funding or debt? Well, this podcast is going to chronicle the journey so you can follow along. I'm going to share my business experience, advice, and strategies for creating an online empire. My name is Sean Bailey, and this is the Certified Funnel Expert Podcast. Hey there, Sean Bailey, and welcome to this episode of the podcast. And it is awesome today. Uh, The sun is shining. My job for my client is done. And uh, yeah, I kind of was so into doing the work that I didn't send him a pay link yet. So I have to send him a pay link later today. And then uh, once I get payment, I will release the emails to him because they are already done. And uh, the cool thing is, so today I'm going to talk to you about... Uh, the most powerful form of writing that there is. Now, I know I talk about copywriting and how it is incredible and powerful. And uh, yeah, you can literally get paid to write words. But um, it's not all just, you know, problem, agitate, solution. And that's how your copywriting is going to be. I mean, that's a good, you know, a good kind of level one base for copywriting. Problem, agitate, solution is a timeless formula that works really good. Um, But what I needed to do for my client was, um, because it was over seven emails, he, what he wanted was, uh, was it to be like, like kind of an arcing, you know, like open loops, an arcing storyline throughout the emails. So, so yeah, that's what I did. Um, and I just got a book from Amazon the other day. Uh, you should totally get this book. It's the nice thing is, is that it's super thin. It's called Storytelling Made Easy by Michael Haig, who is like a uh, famous, like when Hollywood is like, okay, are we sure the story is set up properly? Um, they contact Michael Haig about that. So, um, So the cool thing about the um, that book is that uh, it's about storytelling, and it's uh, it's only I think like a hundred and some pages. It's actually pretty thin, so um, it should be called short storytelling made easy, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, the uh, it's super thin, it's small, and it really just kind of gives you the the concepts of story. Uh, Because there's just elements to a good story, right? It's about... There's three main elements to any good story. Character, desire, conflict, right? Once there was a guy named Sean. He wanted to, you know, um, start an online business and conquer the world. uh, But he didn't know how to do it. And he had never had... He didn't have any experience in copywriting, selling, or marketing, right? So there's your three elements in action right there. But the cool thing is the book shows you... um, bunch of other stuff when it comes to, you know, talks about there's like six elements as far as uh, crafting your story. And uh, it's just so far, it's been a really awesome read. I'm only about 20 pages in, but the nice thing is like, you know, I'm like a fifth of the way through this thing. So, Uh, but it was, it was awesome because I took some of those principles. I I knew some of them beforehand already, and I took some of them and added them to 
uh, or use them in this like seven email kind of onboarding series for my client. And uh, yeah, like it was it was cool because there's um, you know the the onboarding itself it was just kind of needed them to go do some stuff, right? So there's really not much content there to work with, and then that just kind of gave me free reign to go and um, uh, you know break the story down over certain elements. And I'll give you some uh, info as far as how I did it, some awesome tips. So. So with the first email um, of the onboarding series, that's where I put the most kind of, I don't know, like administrative kind of stuff um, where the uh, first step was to get them to whitelist the email. I saw this from, I'm on a newsletter for traffic and funnels and uh, one of their first emails or you know, correspondences that they sent out, it was actually a print newsletter or whatever. Um, it had, you know, like, uh, go to this link to get whitelist instructions. And then the entire page was just for, you're using this type of uh, email client, here's how you whitelist. You're using this type of email client, here's how you whitelist. You're using Gmail, here's how you whitelist, right? The main point of that is to get, to make sure that those, that you're seeing their, their messages, right? That, uh, that they are top of mind, so to speak, because of, uh, because the emails from them are winding up the inbox because I mean how often do you go and search out a junk folder or you know go looking for a particular email right you read what's in your email inbox and that's about it unless it's like okay someone sent you an email with like you know a PayPal link or something like that then you're gonna go search around to find it but other than that you're just gonna kind of stick to your inbox so the first step in that email um, was to get them to whitelist uh, the second step was to follow them on social media. Uh, again, just put them front of mind and do that. And then step three was they needed to go and fill out a form to complete their their onboarding here. So, so that email was um, uh, pretty awesome. The bulk of it was uh, just like I say, administrative stuff. And then it was about getting them to. Um, to continue reading, right? Like to open a loop. So that's the point of like near the end of it, I use this technique throughout the entire emails and that it would be like, hey, watch my next email. The subject line is this where I talk about, um, you know, and then invoke curiosity. And at the end of the second email, I'm like, hey, keep an eye out for my next email where the subject line will be this. So at the end of every email, I put in the subject line of the next email so that they know, they know what to look for in the weird, rare event that they don't get the next email uh, in their inbox, they know what to go look for, all right? So, <clears throat> so I use that technique uh, like repeatedly constantly throughout the uh, throughout the process every email ended with the subject line of the next email that was coming up because um, uh, it was like two emails to get them to do this thing two emails to get them to do this thing and then three emails to get them to go and sign up for uh, to become a you know a consultation client type thing so it was awesome it was super awesome um, I really you know I really enjoyed doing it and then um, you know, each email, like I say, would have an open loop. At the end, it was like, um, you know, ending with a cliffhanger, 
right? That was the that was the point of each email was to include a bit of a hit cliffhanger, so that um, you know, so they would just want to keep reading and, and and enjoying these emails. So I'm just really happy with how it came out. It was really uh, it was really fun to to do that. And uh, if you have the right content to work with, it's not really that hard to write up. So. So it was awesome. Um, when I was talking to my client, I gave him a quote for the price of the for the email series that was uh, a little too much of a discount. So now I have to have a little bit of an uncomfortable talk with him. Uh, like I'll stick to my price. We agreed on a price. No problem. Job's done. Pay me that money, and you can have the work for the next email, just so that we have a baseline. Because I know that this guy needs a lot of copy, um, and that we have a constant price so that he knows, like, okay, I'm going to get Sean to do some stuff. His cost for this is this. Um, then we don't have any more confusion. We don't have any more negotiations or anything like that. Uh, so I just need to give them an updated price on it. But right now it's like totally fine as far as, you know, uh, the work that I did. So, so awesome. Uh, really happy. I've got this other gentleman who reached out to me who needs some, it's funny, he needs three story emails written. So I'm like, okay, this is right up my alley. So I'm going to message him today, check out his stuff, and uh, see about meeting up and doing maybe a Zoom call with him tomorrow to see um, to see what he wants, to see if I can help him out here. So, so it's good. And then after that, oh man, then it's the AWAI offer. Oh yes, I'm so excited to set up a bridge funnel for that. I've got an idea as far as the like stack slide slash irresistible offer. Uh, to get people to be like, yes, I'm going to sign up for AWAI and become a copywriter because of all these awesome bonuses that Sean Bailey is giving me. So, feels good, man. It just plain feels good. So, yeah, and the sun is shining. It's supposed to be, like, super nice today. And uh, now that we're into September, you got to really soak up the last of these nice days because uh, it's going to be coming to an end in a hurry. You can feel in the morning there's that little chill in the air. So the season has changed and uh that's okay we had like a real hot spell at the end of august there so i'm okay with it being a little bit cooler now but um as far as uh the copywriting goes yeah it's just so good learn to tell stories get michael haig's book it's uh storytelling made made easy or made simple one of the two i can't remember but michael haig and uh just google michael haig and then storytelling and then it'll take you over. Like I say, it's a, it's a super small read. It's only a couple hundred or like a hundred and some pages. And uh, it reads, the print is big on the page. Excuse me. So it reads like super fast, but uh, it is good. I can see why people, why people, you know, like Russell has taken a lot of the elements from from this to incorporate it into his perfect webinar training. So this is just kind of like going deeper into that. You know, even if all you did was read Expert Secrets and learn about the um, uh, the way that Russell does it with his Epiphany Bridge story, <clears throat> um, you would uh, you would be you know in a lot better place than most people who call themselves copywriters. Because the the thing is with the story, it's uh, he's got like bullet points that talks about that they 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 hold attention, uh, they engage people, but mostly they break down false beliefs. And Russell uses this exact same concept in his webinars because he tells a story about how he was doing webinars before he would uh, do a presentation, and it would be like he would throw out his best like 
tips and tricks and tactics, strategies, you know, this is what you want to do this, you want to do this. And we'd be absolutely loaded with information and he would get hardly any sales. So then he went and adapted it and then changed it to this, you know, perfect webinar style uh, where it's mostly just basically three secrets and telling stories throughout. And then all of a sudden he was making hundreds of sales. Because what happens is people come in with false beliefs. They think, oh, well, I can't build an online business or I can't, you know, become a copywriter because they have false beliefs. And those false beliefs got put in their brain because of previous stories that they heard, right? Or previous experiences or something. But there's a reason they have that message in their brain. So when you tell them a new story, and you talk about, yeah, I didn't, I, I came from a background where uh, uh, I knew nothing about sales, literally nothing. When, uh, you know, people... Um, who work at McDonald's had an advantage over me because when I worked at McDonald's, I was the guy in the back who had to clean stuff and run downstairs to get boxes of French fries when they needed more French fries, right? I never worked at the till. I never asked, do you want fries with that? Do you want to, do you want to upsize that, right? I didn't even understand that concept. If you, if you um, worked at McDonald's and you said, do you want fries and a drink with that burger? You knew more about sales and marketing than I did when I started this journey, right? So then I would talk about how you know, like uh, my first experience with writing a sales letter and it was awful. And then I went and I hired a copywriter. I spent big money on a copywriter and I got just, you know, like it was not good copy. I used it because I didn't have anything to use and I st- and like I made zero sales and it was awful. And then I was like, you know what? That's it. I'm going to go and I'm going to learn how to do it. And I went and signed up for AWAI, right? And now here I am. I'm collecting $1,000 payments from clients just to write words for them right? I don't have to do any web design or graphics or this or that. I'm just writing the words, right? So boom. Now that belief that they have that they can't go out and become a copywriter, that just got shattered and reformed uh, in their mind because of the story that they just heard about me, right? Now that was a very quick and abbreviated story. The main thing is going into like the internal and external. Like what was I thinking? I was like, oh man, this is so hard. (coughs) I can't wrap my brain around you know, this style of writing, this is completely foreign from what they teach you in schools. So, you know, I would go into the deeper, more emotional elements, right? The more emotion that you can put into it, the more powerful and compelling the story becomes. And the more, the greater the effect that it's going to have. And then that's it. You don't, you know, like you would talk about um, during the story. So my plan was, is that I was going to sign up for AWAI. So I did and I enrolled And uh, during the training, it was kind of weird because I had to go and I had to like write out by hand all these old style sales letters. And I had to, you know, like take these sales letters, these old classic ones, and I had to literally wander around my house reading them out loud, right? So you can teach, you can, you know, incorporate some of the stuff that people need to do by telling them kind of the, you know, the what to do, but not the how to do it, right? And by telling the stories more than telling more story than teaching is how you're going to, um, you know, do the breaking of desire and whatnot. So, so yeah, it's, uh, it's awesome. It is so awesome, man. <laughs> it's really great. Um, and then, uh, just to continue on with that. So now, um, we're breaking down the, uh, different beliefs and people are going to have internal beliefs. They're going to have external beliefs and they're going to have beliefs about the vehicle itself. And then, like I say, you just tell stories. It's just, a, 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 if you listen to Russell Brunson and just learn to look for stories and kind of identify that, 
then you'll be like, holy crap, all this guy does is just tell stories in his entire presentation. If you listen to the Expert Secrets audiobook, right off the bat, I think in the first like 10 minutes, <clears throat> excuse me, he drops this exact formula, his Epiphany Bridge uh, formula, uh, story formula, right inside the, the first part. It's funny, I didn't really notice it before. And then now, after getting deeper and deeper and going through it more and more and reading a little bit uh, from this Michael Haig book, um, yeah, it's that's all he does over and over, and it works. It straight up works. I mean, the guy's a multimillionaire, so I would say that it works. But um, yeah, so it's been really awesome. I got to, like I said, I got to incorporate it into my client's writing and do some awesome work for him. So yeah, it's happy times, man. Uh, I cannot wait to do more. I'm looking forward to handing it off and uh, getting paid today. And um, yeah, getting whatever the next assignment is. Let's do more. Let's write more. And then bringing on this other client who needs some uh, needs some stories done. And I'm ready to go, buddy. So it is going to be an awesome weekend. It is Friday. I got lots of stuff to do today. And uh, I'm only going to do a little bit of stuff tomorrow. Because uh, I'm going to tell you a secret. There's uh, a brand new Avengers game for PlayStation coming out today. Uh, well, it is out today. So yeah, I'm going to... Uh, jump into that maybe a little bit tonight but like all day tomorrow it's gonna be awesome there's been a lot of work going on lately so you gotta have hey you gotta have a little downtime so yeah i'm just gonna game and nerd out tomorrow uh in a big big way so it's gonna be awesome uh can't wait and uh i will see you in the next episode out here's a warning for you don't try to sell anything online until you hear these three facts fact number one if your stuff isn't selling, it's probably because your sales copy sucks. And here's why. If you're not a copywriter, trying to write sales copy that converts is going to be rough. Which takes us to fact number two. Don't hire a copywriter and make the same $2,000 mistake that I made. See, way back early on in my journey, I had a product that I wanted to sell, but I wasn't a copywriter and I didn't know how to write sales copy, so I went out and I hired one. Or so I thought. See, what I got back was barely what I would call sales copy. And the worst part is, is that the sales letter cost me $2,000, which was now gone, and I didn't make any sales of my product. So I vowed from that day I would never pay for crappy sales copy again. Which takes us to fact number three. Becoming a good copywriter is long, boring, expensive, and you can take this shortcut instead. You see, it takes four and a half feet of books, 10,000 hours spent practicing, and over $10,000 invested into trainings, courses, and eBooks about copywriting. Do you consider reading old sales letters and get this, copying them out by hand, the same sales letter multiple times to be the way that you'd like to spend your time? Because that's how you get really good at copywriting. Trust me, I know the price. But you get to skip all that because you can just take the shortcut and go directly to how to generate the words that sell your stuff in less time than it takes to brew a pot of coffee without all the books, courses, and thousands of dollars of investment. Now I'm talking about funnel scripts because if you're trying to sell something and it's not selling so good, it's probably your sales copy. I want you to remember this story. One of my mentors, Jim Edwards, was trying to sell a product. He had his traditional sales letter, he had his headline at the top, and then all of his sales copy underneath that detailing the problem, the product, and how it was the solution to everyone's problem. 
and he started running some traffic to his sales letter, but nothing was happening. He wasn't making any sales. So, so for most of us, we could have thought, oh, was it the product? Maybe they don't like the offer. Maybe I need to tear everything down and start from scratch. But Jim realized when it comes to good sales copy, 80% of the people reading your sales letter are going to stop if the headline isn't effective. So all he did was go, create a new headline, swapped it out on his sales letter, sent some more traffic, and the sales started rolling in. Now the great thing is, is when you go and invest in funnel scripts, I'm gonna give you some kick-ass bonuses to show you how to use funnel scripts to pay for funnel scripts using my funnel scripts side hustle bonus. I know, crazy, right? Just go over to seanbaylay.com forward slash fast track and you can see what I'm talking about. You'll get access to funnel scripts and all of your bonuses today and I will see you inside.